better hide that big ass forehead. Yes, that is the lady they've added to Zoom. She asks for your consent to record. Oh, yeah, very good. Thank you, miss. <laughs> I wonder what happened for that to be introduced. Yeah, do you think people were sneakily recording people? I mean, you, like podcasts? you can't really do that, right? You no, can, like, I believe it is it illegal. Says record, like what it says, recording in the corner. Like, I mean, you might notice it, mm. but like, it's still or maybe, maybe like the cat. You know, the guy with the cat filter, maybe he was upset that that was recorded. Yeah. It's everywhere. Or, yeah, something like that might have happened. And they're like... Ugh. Listen, if Bowfinger was made in 2021, it would be about people Zoom calling Eddie Murphy and not telling him he's on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea, <laughs> You're Every conversation you have is suddenly a podcast? This is sounding more like a Black Mirror now. It is. Oh my god! But like a good idea. Hey. Eh? <laughs> I mean, that's a good show. <laughs> uh, speaking of good shows, we're joined today by the host of President of the Universe, Shiva McQuinn. Oh, yes. Good morning, <laughs> Shiva. Good How morning. Thank you for having me. I'm very well, thank you. Good, good. Uh, uh, full up. Oh? Full up of breakfast. <laughs> what did you have for breakfast, Shiva? Oh, you know me, everyday porridge lady. <laughs> uh, oh, I love porridge. It's oh, so... I think porridge suffers by being called porridge. <laughs> it's just like, it's not a sexy name. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But it's so versatile. You can, do you just have plain old porridge or do you mix it up? Oh, no, I mix it up, man. <laughs> oh, nice. I mean, we're going to hear about it later, but any um, sneak yeah. peeks oh, no, on no what spoilers. you throw into your porridge? Oh, I mean... You know, the answer is like, you can have porridge hot or you can have a cold. Wait, I mean... what? <laughs> cold porridge? Sometimes you I, put it in the microwave. I was on stove. board, but now <laughs> I'm, I'm not so sure. Maybe, maybe uh, I've just been a bit lazy recently, or maybe the weather's warmer. And I like That's a, a good point. Fresh, like fresh porridge instead of cozy porridge. <laughs> is cold you know? porridge not just like oats in a bowl? Oh, you got it. <laughs> 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 but yeah yeah you, you add stuff like porridge is like a pick and mix it's whatever you make it absolutely um, yeah so i think it is kind of the winner of of things you can have in a bowl maybe the best porridge i ever had um someone made it for me and it had like blueberries it had some mm. um uh i want to say quinoa crunch or something <laughs> um but it turned the porridge this awful gray color but it was mm. the most delicious gray stuff I'd ever eaten. I mean, it's not a it's not an aesthetically pleasing food necessarily. It's more no. like a sludge, um, <laughs> but like a delicious a delicious sludge. And sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's not great depending on how much milk I put in, what kind of milk I put in. But once you get a really good one, it's like, oh, this is the best thing I've ever had. Shiva, aren't you famously a big old vegan? <laughs> famously, everyone must know. <laughs> <laughs> So what kind of milks are you putting in your, your porridges? Mm. Well, at the moment, uh, it's soy milk, mainly soy Jimmy. because that's the cheap one. <laughs> soy Jimmy. Soy Jimmy. I used to, uh, when I worked as a barista, my, one of my favorite things to do would someone would say, oh, could I get us? Well, it wouldn't work if they say, could I get a? I'd say, what would you like? And they'd say, soy latte. And I'd say, ah, buenos dias, latte, soy Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> but I would say it under my breath so they didn't hear me because I was too Aww, nervous to... That would have been fun. That would have made everyone's day every single day. Probably, yeah. Even if they were just like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd, like, it would have been... Like, I read this book. Um, it was about this woman who was trying out um, all these different... Uh, practices in self-help books so every month she would do a different thing that the self-help book told her to do and one of them was get rejected every single day so she had to oh, wow. like ask for something that she would expect a no answer to and like often she found that she wasn't rejected for it like um so time she asked like some kind of like a, like a guitar player in a band in a, in a bar if she could play their guitar and he was like yeah sure um but so like, does, does that count as a failure no. or a success no it's it's a success but no wait no it's a failure <laughs> <laughs> but then like she'd have to get the no somewhere that day yeah so it took the fear out of it happening 
So yeah, you should have just said it every day and I should have taken the fear out of it. So good. I, I'm going to do that from now on. I'm going to get mean, rejected. I'm sure every it would day. break. Like, yeah, <laughs> that has to break someone as well, though. It doesn't sound very healthy, but like, you're not afraid anymore, you know? Hey, that's that's really true. <laughs> that sounds lovely. Yeah, I think so. Um, Shiva, some exciting news, and uh, mm. I don't know when you're planning to do this, but it may have already come out by the time this podcast comes out, but we're coming up to the grand final of the President of the Universe podcast. Um, yes, we are. What uh, a... It's going to be a debate. Yes, I believe that we've got Nell Mercier and Mary Kerwin are going up uh, debating on who is going to become the President of the Universe. Can you yes. tell us a bit, in case people haven't heard it, what the president of the universe <laughs> is yes so this is the podcast i started back in march about um basically just me talking to some of my comedy friends about what the universe would look like if they had all the control um so what they would put in place who what would their slogan be uh who would their like mascot be what would their um i'm trying to remember what i talked about on <laughs> um but basically they're kind of in the race for this presidency and i I had six candidates and everyone voted for their favorite and then another six and everyone voted. And so now we've been left with these two candidates. Uh, we're going to have some kind of debate. I'm not exactly sure how it's going to work yet. So it probably won't be out yet. <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to record that soon and have another vote and just have someone crown president of the universe. Uh, so, so very exciting. exciting. Yes. <laughs> um, it's a fantastic podcast. Do listen to it. Even if Thank you maybe I shouldn't say this, but uh even if the people I voted for didn't get through to the final, <laughs> that's, that's fine. Really, I'll I'll have to know off um, off air who. Oh, I voted for Stephen Bradley all the oh. way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he he had a really great episode. Now, in fairness, he did, and of course, um, our old collaborator Niall Johnson oh, uh, got a vote from me too. Yeah, both very worthy the candidates i must yes, say yes yeah hey maybe next time so shiva we're here today of course to talk not only about breakfast but about fast and furious particularly absolutely fast and furious six but before we get into it uh do you have any sort of history with the series have you seen any of the movies before god no <laughs> <laughs> no you know i mean it just even never occurred to me to ever watch them before i was just like <laughs> You hear these movies are coming out and it's like, ah, yeah, they weren't made for me. <laughs> like, so fair, yeah. <laughs> probably not meant to watch them. Um, <laughs> but I kind of do want to watch like all the films, try all the things. I'm like, why not? Um, and so, yeah, I've, I watched the first one, um, but only when you started this podcast. Oh, nice. <laughs> I was okay. like, finally a reason to watch them because I'm not sure I'd make it through them without having some other reason to watch yeah, them. Yeah, that's pretty much why i'm doing the <laughs> podcast um, had you watched them before or uh, was it no, like brand new to you as well it was pretty much brand new um as i was watching them i unlocked some memories and i realized that as a child i think i'd seen tokyo drift and too fast mm. too furious at some point in my life they have no, cool the names and totally fairness to them they've got such good titles something really confusing happened i don't know if you got this but this movie is called Fast and Furious 6. But when the title yeah. came up on the screen, it just said Furious 6. Did you get that? Oh, oh listen, I didn't notice. <laughs> listen, I'm not, wasn't looking that close. <laughs> so fair. That's really weird. It's bizarre because famously it's Fast 5 and Furious mm. 7, but 6 is meant to be both oh. Fast and Furious. So I don't know what happened with that title. But I love that they've also gone, like, they're not spelling out and anymore. It's like, they don't have time. No, no, they can't ampersand <laughs> all the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, you also, uh, lucky for you, um, well, I, obviously you weren't paying much attention to the opening credits, but you got flashbacks of every movie so far. Okay, you uh, know what? Yeah. yeah. Like, I, this is the thing. I do think that these films are like, the perfect use of cinema <laughs> like the opening like so before the credits they have just it's um paul walker and vindy aren't they like they're having a little a little drive around the mm. coast of or the, the mountains whatever the yeah. kind of landform 
we're talking about here. Um, but I was like, this is exciting. What I'm watching now, I feel like adrenaline. <laughs> God, fast cars, they're driving so fast. Oh my God, it's dangerous. Like, good time. And then you go to these credits, which are showing all, all the past films. And I was like, I get this. I get this really exciting for like someone who's invested in the series. This is like a cool event. This is the sixth film in a series that you love. And these are all your favorite characters. And it's just, I was like, okay, yeah, I love this. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I knew more. (laughs) (laughs) That's so exciting to hear. That's great. It's true. Like I, what I like to do if I'm watching a film like this is imagine if any of the things I was seeing was happening in front of me in real life like it would be so shocking every single moment of this film you'd just be like I I'm glad this is happening on a screen and not in real life because it's just if I was in that situation I'd be terrified you know it really um up the ante in this one in terms of what the humans in this movie are capable of doing um, oh really yeah there's a lot more of um Vin Diesel and The Rock on wires, like doing a big jump <laughs> and landing. <laughs> on some favorite parts. <laughs> it was incredible. Spoiler warning, I think, because I want to skip right to the, my favorite part of this entire movie. And I was a bit, um, this is the, the third Fast and Furious movie I've watched within 48 hours. <laughs> so I was feeling a bit fatigued. And I was like, uh, they're all melting together a bit. Nothing has really happened in this one to make it stand out from the rest. Mm. Uh, and then this huge tank showed up. Yes. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, but the moment that happened straight after that, that uh, made me like stand up and cheer was L- Letty is thrown from the tank and Dominic Tretto <laughs> jumps out of his car across the bridge catches her in midair, they have a hug, and then they, luckily, there's a car to break their landing. Yeah, perfect. (laughs) But it was beautiful, it was glorious, it was inspiring, it was magical. I've never seen anything like that. (laughs) I know, I mean, like, even just before that, when the tank goes through, like, the big, was it a big lorry or something? Mm. uh, Like, it was just like, whoa! And And then you've got this happening. Like, it's just, it defies all... Uh, logic and I don't know gravity and just even like these people survived a lot you know yeah they really did and that was just like oh yeah of course they'll meet in the middle like just of course that'll happen it'll be it'll be perfect she'll be saved it'll be fine it just it was yeah magic cinema magic and then they land on a car and you're like well surely they're dead now they landed on a car but there's one of my favorite bits of dialogue is in the next scene when Letty says how did you know there'd be a car there to break our fall that's not what cars do (laughs) no it's also like I found that to be just such a leading question she's like "Mm, you knew that I'd be safe right you were hoping I like you were willing to die for me or whatever because I figured he was gonna break her fall and make her survive Mm. um I can't remember what he said back to it but I figured that the response was gonna be something like oh I just was like I was saving you blah 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 but um that's yeah, a good Vin I, Diesel. <laughs> thank you. I've been <laughs> practicing for hours. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that I didn't know that a car would save them from that either. I guess like they're slightly higher up from the ground. So the yeah. ball isn't as hard or something. I think, yeah, the movie um, logic yeah. is as long as you don't land on the ground, you're fine. It's kind of like yes. another Vin Diesel movie, <laughs> maybe Vin Diesel's best movie, The Iron Giant, um, where he is the oh, voice yes. of the Iron Giant. <laughs> where the child is falling from the sky, but just before he hits the ground, he lands in the Iron Giant's big hand, which, uh, you know, is made of iron. He's probably still gonna splatter, but no, as long as you don't hit the ground, you're fine. Or maybe it's like, um, they're actually like Pixar's cars and they have sentience and they like chose to save them, you know? What, the cars chose to save? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. They. They braced themselves a certain way and uh, held them. I know? think you could be right because these guys really love cars. Maybe the cars are starting to show I love back. I don't think they loved cars enough. <laughs> now the movie did think... end with uh, with Roman giving grace and saying, and most of all, God, thank yeah. you for fast cars. <laughs> Which I this thought was is lovely. True. It's like most of all, most of all, more than any of the other things that you might be like, oh, the cars, yeah, we love them, but the people (laughs) are are 
families. We love them more. No, the cars, the fast cars. Uh, but you know, it just I felt like there wasn't enough uh, affection shown towards the cars during it. And they actually have quite a, you know, they're they're willing to destroy the cars very quickly. That's true. Actually, they squash a lot of cars in this. I actually some thought that I had was, um, you know, obviously in the the wider shots it's not the cast driving the cars you don't you know? think so like it's <laughs> no <laughs> i don't think so is <laughs> i actually never even considered that as a possibility i was so i was just buying into the world so much i never even considered someone else was maybe, they, maybe they are i figured that they probably aren't though <laughs> probably not probably not <laughs> but it just it reminded me um when like i used to be an extra on fair city um and yes be impressed <laughs> i i hear um that they're one of the most uh, exploitative tv crews to be an extra for um i don't know if that's your experience but <laughs> mm, i mean yeah i just, i mean yeah you don't being, have extra, to... being an extra isn't uh, the most fun thing ever true 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 like I don't remember particularly bad experiences, but maybe I just don't have standards. <laughs> so, <laughs> but they used to um, pay extras a bit more money if they brought their car, like if they were u- hired to use their car in one of the exterior shots. Oh, okay. um, I just, just thought it'd be funny if like some of the extras for Fast and Furious were like, okay, so can, now can you just like drive real fast and flip over? Like that's, you brought your car, you're getting paid extra for this. Uh, that's what we need you to do today. <laughs> but even that's like, it's so cool that the stuff they get to do like in films, like mm. you don't, like, it's just, I actually, when I watch something like this, I can't get over how they've made any of this happen. Like it's massive yeah, what they've so achieved. So true. And just looking at any behind the scenes stuff, like they do, they do it for the most really? part. Really? You know? Yeah. As far as I can tell, like they, they, um, I mean, there's a, a good bit of CGI as well, but, um, mm. you know, people are here to see the real cars do real stunts and uh, like not even car ads have real cars anymore. Like it's all, <laughs> apparently this is what um, one of, I've, I've also worked as an extra on Vikings and one of the Vikings used to make car ads and he's like, yeah, yeah. we don't film cars anymore. We just computer animate the whole oh thing. Oh my God. It's way easier. Yeah. That's um, crazy. So seeing real tactile physical cars on screen uh, doing yeah. real stunts. That's what I think is so exciting about these films. Like, if it wasn't for all the kind of like toxic masculinity and stuff, like they'd be great. So true. <laughs> Cause like when, also when you, you see like a massive plane, just like in flames, like they just, they just uh, went ahead and did that. They a bit did wasteful, it. And then still. <laughs> a car drives out of the nose of the plane in some <laughs> yeah. extremely phallic imagery. I don't know if you <laughs> picked up on that. I didn't, but I do now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Shiva, we got to take a quick break, and we're going to hear about your. Uh, have you? Have you? Is it porridge you're going to tell us about now? Oh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So we'll be right back after this. And welcome to Porridge Time with Shiva. My name is Shiva, and we're going to talk about porridge. Now, I know what you're thinking, why? Why should I give porridge my prime position at the, like, the most important meal of the day? Why should I eat porridge? I've had bad experiences with porridge. It's been lumpy and gross. And I'm here to tell you, you've not lived, you've not lived until you've had a lovely bowl of porridge. And I just want you to have that experience. And I want you to give yourself that experience. So I'm going to teach you how. Um, so we're going to start, you're going to pour some oats into a bowl. You're going to eyeball it. It doesn't matter however much you're feeling, just like vibe with it, whatever. And then you're going to use whatever milk you want. It can be soy milk. It can be almond milk, oat milk, oats on oats. What? Uh, th- those are the milks. There's no other milks. Sorry. Uh, and then you're going to put it in the microwave for two minutes because your microwave doesn't have a function where you can set it for a minute 40, but then you're going to take it out at a minute 40 because you don't want uh, a big spill over the sides because you know what? You don't need that drama in the morning. And then, then what we're going to do on our, the next step of our adventure is going to be 
putting in flaxseed. Mmm, flaxseed, yum. It's going to give you omega-3 if you don't eat fish. Yay! Uh, and then you're going to put in blueberries and peanut butter, a smooth or crunchy, whatever you have in the house. And you're going to put in maple syrup as much as you want, depending on how you're feeling the day. Maybe loads, you know, maybe you want a sugary breakfast, whatever floats your boat. Uh, I've never said that phrase before. Um, I kind of hate myself. <laughs> uh, and then you're going to put in cinnamon. And, you know, if you have raspberries, put in raspberries too, because peanut butter and raspberries is a delicious, delicious taste. I have another recipe for a smoothie with both of those. But this isn't smoothie time with Shiva. This is porridge time with Shiva. And it's already going on far too long. Uh, but then, yeah, you just mix it all together or make it look as fancy as you want and just just enjoy this like lovely, warm experience. It's going to make you so happy in the morning, which is traditionally the saddest time of the day. Uh, so please give yourself the joy that is like a delicious bowl of porridge in the morning. Oh yeah, and granola. Add granola too. Uh, all right, bye. I'm really loving your hair, by the way. Oh, like, thanks, the, Shiva. The Thank you. It's very nice. It's, uh, yeah, I like it. <laughs> you look so great, fun. too. Do you recently Thank bleach you. the whole thing, right? Yeah, mm. yeah. Madness. I went to the hairdresser to, like, moves. get it fixed. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> like, it was it was okay, but it was just yeah. kind of um, not even enough. Um, and, like, they've never let me do it before. The hairdressers don't let me go totally blonde. They're like, you just can't do it. And I'm like, I'll do it myself. What? Oh. Um, why? Yeah, what? Just, Are they allowed to? i afraid. Um, but now I've done it myself. They can't stop me anymore. Um, so but true. the hairdresser's like, you're lucky to have hair. <laughs> <laughs> but I was super careful about it. So I'm not lucky. I'm, it was, I was careful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but it is just funny. It's like a doctor being like, you're lucky to be alive. <laughs> lucky to have hair. Yeah. We're back. Thank you so much for sharing that uh that beautiful sounding recipe with us, Shiva. Very vulnerable, yes. Thank you. <laughs> we we briefly mentioned um the toxic masculinity that's very present in this series. And uh to be honest, we haven't gone into it that much in the podcast so far. Um, so maybe we should talk about it a bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't I it just I feel like um it's it's fine it's fine to represent these things whatever but I just feel like um maybe it doesn't create the best generational ads <laughs> like, yep so true <laughs> But like it is like, of course, if you're watching this as a lad thinking that this was what it is to be a man or whatever, you'd be like, yeah, yeah I'm going to drive a fast car. <laughs> <laughs> or just, I don't know, even it's funny because they seem to have quite like traditional values as well. It's like you're going to have a baby that your life is different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, there's a Fun's lot about <laughs> family values. Family is yeah. a huge aspect, especially in this one, because the bad guy hates family. He thinks that his team oh, are hogs in the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, what you got to understand is I don't understand anything that happened in this. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I've noticed with these kinds of films, I, I miss a lot of information. Um, because oh, when they're yeah. explaining what the deal is, I. Yeah. I just log off. Yeah, so fair. I, 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 I can't. Yeah. Even I was reading the Wikipedia page um, before this just to try and like mm. figure out what was actually happening. Like I kind of get the sense of what's happening, but I don't, if you ask me to explain from start to finish what happened in the plot, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know um, what yeah. that briefcase that the bad guy wanted was. He was going to mm. cause a, a, he was going to cut the power in a military facility or something. I don't know. <laughs> What was he yeah, doing? Yeah, like why? I don't know why? who he was or what he wanted. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure what our gang were about. Um, <laughs> but even like, actually going back to like the toxic masculinity, mm. uh, one of our first scenes with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he is interrogating someone and he's like, I'm not going to, he, he's basically, he's not going to share any information. And he's like, I'm glad you're not going to. Or, I'm glad you said that. And yeah. then he beats the shit out of him. Yeah. And it's like, he's our villain, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> he's a really, really bad guy. Uh, <laughs> but no, we, but we like him. Do we? Yeah. I th <laughs> mm. 
it's weird. I think so far the Fast and Furious films definitely have like um, a bit of an A-cab streak, but it's like A-cab, but that's cool. They're like, cops are bad, but it's cool to be a bad cop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, probably for the it's worst. A nightmare. Yeah. Um, and then also, what is it? Um, Roman? Uh, is that a, I was like, Roman? Rome, Roman? Oh, yeah. Roman, uh. Roman Pierce, uh, Tyrese's character. Yeah. He's in a plane with these gorgeous women um, and he's like, we're going to have a great time. And one of them's like, no, you are. <laughs> we're going to have a shit time, but, <laughs> but you're going to enjoy it so much <laughs> at our expense. Okay. <laughs> Roman was um, in his first appearance in Too Fast, Too Furious. He was one of my favorite characters. Oh, yeah. Because Too Fast, Too Furious uh, makes the most sense if you look at it as a romance between Roman and Brian, who's Paul Walker's character. Oh. Um, if you don't look at it through that lens, a lot of what happens doesn't add up. Uh, <laughs> and I think maybe Tyrese maybe realized this and really started to play up how straight his character okay. was recently. Um, I know in the last movie, whenever it, anyone was like, oh, we're going to heist 11 million. And he'd say 11 million sounds like a lot of vaginal activity to me. <laughs> You didn't have to say that, <laughs> Please. There's a... yourself. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's a lot of no homo in this movie, which is a shame because in the last two episodes, I've talked about how uh, queer-coded I think the entire franchise is. And I think maybe they heard me and they're like, proving me wrong. There's a scene where The Rock and um, Tej, Ludacris's character, force a man to undress because he was racist yes. towards them earlier which like so fair get your revenge on this guy mm. he's awful but ludicrous really makes the acting choice to look away as the man takes his trousers <laughs> off and uh, <laughs> of there's course. no way he's looking at this man get undressed yeah yeah the rock uh, looks yeah, I mean... <laughs> yeah good we like him <laughs> it's that yeah that is a weird scene I don't know like it just it all seems a bit unnecessary oh but uh, the rest is necessary of course (laughs) (laughs) um but even yeah at the end whenever uh, the rock and Vin Diesel are like they're talking about they're at like their barbecue or whatever Mm. and they're talking about how it wasn't so bad to work together I thought the eye line was just really off but they were actually just standing directly beside each other looking into the distance (laughs) instead of like talking directly to each other yeah <laughs> look each other in the eye <laughs> like that's that's where things are a bit like oh maybe you should talk like show men having like healthy relationships with each other yeah this one was a bit disappointing for that because there have been a lot of um very tender man-to-man relationships so far mm. that i've been surprised for an action series that's just not afraid to show men like telling each other that they love each other basically um and then this one just kind of didn't have as much of that we also we were so close to our first Bechdel pass in this movie and we just (laughs) didn't get it there's a scene right at the end where uh two named women characters are fighting each other on a plane and I was screaming just say something to each other Say two sentences not about a man, and this will technically be a Bechtel pass. Well, no. she did say uh, wrong team, bitch. She said wrong she team, bitch. She pushed um, which I thought was a bit rich. A bit rich, <laughs> because she was on that same <laughs> she team. She was on the same team. <laughs> until a few minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. uh, but unfortunately, uh, the other character did not reply, so I don't mm. think we can count it as a conversation. Yeah, no, we can't. No, yeah, yeah. Oh god, yeah, that's I didn't even think about that. You know what? I don't even I, I wouldn't even begin to like hold the Fast and Furious films to the Bechdel test. <laughs> yeah, we haven't passed it yet. I've been keeping my eye out. Which so. is just it actually is upsetting because like the women are quite badass. Yeah, uh, they're cool. Like, yeah, they're they're cool. Yeah, they just need a bit more solidarity between them and to talk about something. Anything. It's it's great to see. Obviously, you haven't seen the rest, so I don't know if um how much of this you picked up on, but uh Letty died a few films ago and what? now she's back alive <laughs> um Are you kidding? but it's so great to have her back because uh out of all the women she's written maybe to be more than just mm. the woman yeah. we've really seen a downgrade of mia paul walker's 
wife. Oh yeah. Yeah, true. She up until now, she was like part of the team. She was helping out with the heists, and now she's kind of just a mother. Yeah, um, there's actually a really funny moment where um whenever uh Shaw is like, Oh, check in on Mia and Paul Walker calls Mia and she just screams like Brian and then he just like like <laughs> hangs up <laughs> and beats up Shaw. It's like you could talk to her, reassure her, I don't know, like <laughs> just like, give a shit. Like <laughs> but yeah, she yeah, she was a big part of the first one anyway, from what yeah. I remember. And um, same with Letty. And then in the fourth one, they kill Letty off very early. Just oh, so... really? Very early? Oh, it, within the first 10 minutes. And it kind of oh just, God. it's just to give Dom, you know, some motivation to mm. do, to drive some fast cars. Uh, <laughs> so I was glad they brought her back and she didn't just become another of those uh, women in the freezers. Is that what they call it? <laughs> do they? <laughs> I've never I think that's the trope of when... Uh, a uh, woman character is killed off so the man will be oh. motivated to do something yeah I mean it did kind of come across as like it, it was the kind of trope narrative of a princess being like in distress like I know that she wasn't necessarily in distress but they were trying to rescue her that's true you know, actually, that was the yeah. kind of narrative we had but like yeah no I like her a lot um and I, I found their race really romantic <laughs> yeah she do really like them as a couple yeah uh, <laughs> Even like in the first one, I think they do have quite a like a romantic relationship, which is it's it's funny as well that women are kind of on one hand disregarded, but also men love them. If you know what I mean, that they actually like they do respect the women that they choose to. (laughs) (laughs) But it's kind of like it it does. It makes me think about how like men in real life end up like hating women. And it's like, but but they actually yeah. do like women. They actually do have respect for some women. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you know, you're right. And there's no, um, yeah, there's, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's like, no, I don't know. like crazy ex-girlfriend type characters. Um, no, exactly. They just kind of, they just want to hang. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love as well at the end when it's, what's her name? Um Ah, oh, sugar. The the one he's with at the beginning, whenever he thinks Letty is dead. Oh yes, um, yeah. I felt bad for her. She got I done dirty. I felt bad for her too. Yeah, but but he, she's also she's such a she's so um cooperative. <laughs> she, yeah, she's like, listen, if that was my husband, I'd just go. Yeah, I'd leave you <laughs> yeah. as well. <laughs> and and but she's like, uh, oh no, he's he's a great man though. And they're both like, yeah, he's great. <laughs> that was another chance where I was like, oh, could be a Bechtel pass, yes. but now they just talk about the boy they both kiss. I know. <laughs> they, they both kiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but like, I don't feel like she seems pretty okay with it. It's okay. Her um, family is the FBI, so. <laughs> we, we've <laughs> gone through go. almost all of the women characters now, except for, of course, old Gal Gadot. Oh, yeah. Yes. Who now we've talked a lot on the podcast already about her oh, yeah. real life shady past. <laughs> but what? She, <laughs> uh, her character dies in this movie, mm. which uh, I don't know about you, but I definitely saw coming. It felt like they oh, were really you? setting it up. Well, now I did because um, because of the way the movies came out in Tokyo Drift. Oh, wait, did you stick around for the the end credits scene? I didn't, but I I read about it in the Wikipedia and I was like, that's pretty big. (laughs) Oops. Uh, (laughs) So in Tokyo Drift, the third film is technically a sequel to this one, the sixth film. Oh, that's insane. (laughs) Just because Han was in that film, but he dies in it. But everyone loved him so much, they wanted to have him in the main movies. So they made oh. them all prequels. Oh, that's nice. I like yeah, that, actually. Cool. <laughs> yeah. um, but it also means, you know, whenever Han talks about going to Tokyo, he's, <gasps> he's going there to die. Oh, my God. And uh, so the fact that they spend so much time setting up the fact that he's in love with Gal Gadot, but we know that she wasn't in Tokyo Drift. Hmm. And they're talking about getting married, settling down. So it's like, oh she's not going to survive this movie otherwise why is he single in Tokyo Drift this makes so much sense because I was watching them and I was like I don't know why they're here (laughs) (laughs) I genuinely was like this is filler 
<laughs> this uh, they, there's no reason for these characters to be in this film um but now there's a lot more behind it <laughs> and i really i really find that interesting now and yeah when I, they were talking about going to tokyo i was kind of like okay we i get it you're tying it in with the other film but i didn't realize the order <laughs> oh wow that's very poignant now <laughs> i couldn't like that <laughs> i thought her death was cool one of my favorite lines though as well was i can't remember his name but when she and Riley go up to this guy and he's like, oh, what are the escorts doing here? I haven't called the escort service today. <laughs> and you're just like, okay, cool, man. Are you flirting? <laughs> What's your deal? <laughs> you're not coming across as a good person right now. <laughs> but like, What's your game here? <laughs> and then uh, he's dead minutes later. But... I enjoyed that scene as well because it, um, it brought... Roman and Han together who in the previous films obviously you wouldn't have I don't think they included this in the opening credits but Han's main character trait is that he's always snacking Um, and we found out we found out in the last film it's because he's quitting smoking so he always he needs something to do with his levels Mm. actually how did it feel for you watching like the opening credits where all this stuff's happening like you got a lot of sentimental value for these films now how are you feeling about them that's a good question. Um, I think if I hadn't watched them all in a condensed period and I hadn't just seen all that stuff happen a few days yeah. ago, yeah. I'd maybe be a bit more <laughs> sentimental towards it. Fair, fair. <laughs> Do you like them? Like, are you are you enjoying I, oh, them? Yes, I'm enjoying them. I'm glad I'm I'm glad I'm doing it. There's definitely been better ones and worse ones, but no, I'm I'm definitely enjoying them. And yeah. I, I'm invested in the characters now. Um, like, uh, yes, like I was saying, um, Han's main character trait is snacking, but then Roman's main character trait is that he's hungry all the time, which we never wow. get an explanation for. So we interrupt this podcast with a quick fact check. I cannot believe I made this goof, but we actually do have a full explanation as to why Roman is always so hungry that we discover in Too Fast, Too Furious, which is still probably my favorite film of the bunch so far. Roman spent time on the inside in jail, and one of the things he hated was, you know, just his general lack of freedom. So now that he's on the outside, he's vowed to never be hungry again and to just eat whenever he wants. So, you know, don't say the Fast and Furious writers don't think of everything. I'm so sorry that I made this mistake. It'll never happen again. Back to you, Shiva. Bring the two of them together, and now they're both sharing their snacks. Was a that was a great moment for oh, the people lovely. who've been watching it a long time. Yeah. I think. Well, that's. I was actually considering that. I was like, this is the sixth in the franchise. Um, it kind of, it didn't really feel like. I was trying to figure out like if I was a fan, how would I feel about this movie? And I kind of, mm. it didn't seem like it was. Uh, like really stand uh, standing out even though I haven't seen the others <laughs> but but now, when I read the Wikipedia it was like uh, it's trying to move more into like spy and adventure films than the other ones which were more focused on racing and th- yeah. actually one of the first things I noticed I was like oh they're giving us the city name it's like is this a spy movie and then I was like oh it kind of is uh, well not spy movie but like adventure kind of thing I think it's great I think it's um we talked about on the last episode about how he hasn't directed all of them but Justin Lin is sort of the main director of the series and um he's talking about how he wants to keep changing it all the time he doesn't want them to be boxed in so that's why they moved from like street racing to heists from heists to like basically being spies and now um in the newest one that's coming out uh they're gonna go to space which is very exciting no what and Justin Lin has also said that he's trying to sort out a Fast and Furious Jurassic World crossover. Um, <laughs> I, I kind of love this. I kinda, yeah. This this brings me so much joy. This is what I want from this series. Like yeah. instead of just doing the same thing over and over, he has the exact right idea with this. To like, he, this is one one story, but he's going to do all the genres. I love that. That's so That's cool. Great. Oh, uh, Shiva, we've got to take a quick break here. Um, Wonderful. On the last your breakfast. Oh. Yeah. So on the last episode, one Emma Finnegan challenged me um, to try make scrambled eggs in a microwave, which I, even though she did it last time, I don't believe it's possible, but I'm going to give it a go here and uh, <laughs> you'll get to hear all about it. We'll be right back after this. Previously on Breakfast and Furious. 
So, how is everybody's breakfast? Toast and having some scrambled eggs. Did you microwave the eggs or did you go pan? Microwave. Always. Is that allowed? Jimmy, Jimmy, we've had, yeah. It's a thing. We have this conversation quite a few times. It scares me. Microwave to the end. It's so quick. And there's no oil. So healthier. Jimmy, I I dare you to try this and report back. Okay. Hey, I'll do it. Next step. That's my breakfast. Microwave scrambled eggs. (laughs) Julie, Emma, your challenge has been accepted, and this is me, Jimmy Kavanagh, trying out Emma Finnegan's microwaved scrambled eggs recipe. So first of all, we gotta get two eggs in a bowl. Let's, oh, oh, not in the bowl, not on the floor. I'm not great at cracking eggs. Okay, that's one egg in a bowl. Boom, done. Here goes egg number two. Next, we add a little bit of salt and pepper. A little bit of milk, and we stir this up. Hey, Orla, how's it going? So sorry, I need to record a little thing for oh, this. No, not stuff. at all, not at all. Literally just stirring eggs. How are yeah, you? I'm so good. I'm smoke. Good. Oh, very nice. <laughs> uh, I'm not actually going to eat the rest of these eggs if you want them at some eggs, point. But I... Oh, you don't have to have them tonight, I mean. Oh, yeah. I just mean in general. <laughs> you must have them tonight. <laughs> yeah, I will. I actually, I think I'm out of them. Thank you. No problem. So then, according to Emma, we put the eggs in the microwave for 20 seconds. And we take them out and stir them again. Sorry, it's the most banal thing I'm recording. Oh, I'm not sure if you're talking hmm. to me right Oh, yes, sorry, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're so funny. You don't even eat eggs, do you? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> don't put them back in for another 20 seconds. stir again. Oh, I think I've messed this up. This looks awful. <laughs> this um, yeah, it's a recipe my friend Emma gave me mm-hmm. and I thought it didn't sound good so she challenged me to try it and it's <laughs> not looking good. It's just broth. a lot of liquid and yeah. <laughs> lumps. Okay, and then I gotta put it back in for 10 seconds, but take it out when there's two seconds left, so eight seconds. Oh my god, that's quick. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna eat this, to be honest. <laughs> Did I put too much milk in? Did I stir it too much, maybe? You, you know more about eggs than me. Before. Maybe that's it. Maybe yeah. it's a surface area. Yeah. I don't know. To describe this, it looks um, <laughs> not edible. <laughs> it's kind of like soup and noodles of some sort. Um, this has been a fail. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Emma. I'm <laughs> not going to eat this. You must show me in person sometime how to do it for real because I messed up somewhere. Thank you for the recipe. You never made a scrambled egg in the microwave before? No, I, I like, just made it in a pan. God, I was always a microwave person. But also, like, did pan sometimes, like, it's kind of nicer. Yeah. Mm, definitely feel more human doing it in a pan, you know? <laughs> Let's get back into it. Yes. We're back. We're here Hello. with Shiva McQuinn. Yes. And we're talking about Fast and Furious 6. We sure are. God, brilliant. <laughs> so in terms of villains, uh, we have Shaw here, um, yes. played um, by Luke Evans, right? Yes. I don't know what I know him from, but I do know him. Yeah, I think he was Gaston in the Beauty and the Beast remake, if you saw that. Oh, I I didn't see it, but I 
didn't know that he was and it was kind mm. of wasn't it like weird he was like old i don't know yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm a, I'm a, how old is he probably like 40s i don't know 40s, probably 50s. actually yeah he was definitely a good bit older than um, it's like a bit gross like Emma watson it's, it's a bit gross <laughs> But this is our first uh, British villain. Always love a good British villain. Uh, but it reminded me of this old car ad that came out in 2015 for the one show automobile advertising of the year finalist, I guess. <laughs> oh, wait, no, sorry. That's that's sorry. That's not what it was advertising. That's the, <laughs> the prize it won. Um, it was advertising... Oh, some car, maybe a Porsche. Do cars win prizes? Oh I my think god, it... I'd design a car if I thought I'd win something. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the that ad hard. that won the prize. Oh. But they had um, Ben Kingsley. I think that's uh, Mark Strong there. Or is that just a, a bald guy? It looks like Mark Strong. And they had uh, Tom Hiddleston. And they were all... Wow talking about um why is it that villains in movies are are always british what is it about uh the brits that make us portray them as villains and they're giving all reasons mm, you know because they are the villains well that's I exactly that's it the yeah answer. like the reasons they give in the ad is like you know it's it's the sophistication it's the it's the you'll never know what we're gonna do next it's the je ne sais quoi maybe we just sound right we're more focused more precise <laughs> We're always one step ahead. With a certain style, an eye for detail. And we're obsessed by power. Stiff upper lip is key. And we all drive Jaguars. It's like, no, it's just like everyone in the world. You're just the bad guys, yeah. (laughs) We just know it to be true, so it it works easy. (laughs) Oh, God, that's so funny. I mean, why would having a je ne sais quoi not be like a good thing that people yeah. would want for like a hero yeah. like you should ask that about themselves <laughs> why are they not getting cast as the hero <laughs> but it is it, he's pretty good as a villain he's pretty menacing to be honest he didn't um he didn't scare me too much now i kind so of fair. was like uh i don't know i don't really know what you're about so i don't really <laughs> not, what's your origin story we need a joker for you shaw <laughs> <laughs> I don't know like yeah he just he seemed like bad don't really care if uh people in my circle die um I stole this woman who can't remember <laughs> so yeah I guess his actions uh pretty bad although but actually is he a match I... for our fellas I don't think so for for our fellas yeah I don't think he's a match you know who who are our fellas our, our boys oh like the <laughs> like the, the good guys yeah <laughs> I thought you meant like our villains <laughs> oh just the ones we know in, in life and like the people we don't like in real life would you uh would you say you have a nemesis in your life shiva definitely <laughs> oh interesting oh wow okay <laughs> oh no i you don't know, have I to don't name names I'm... but um i won't <laughs> no i don't i don't think i uh, have a nemesis necessarily but it wouldn't it be cool i think it would yeah, yeah. I think it would make things spicy although at the same time i can't stand the idea of someone not liking me so I feel like I'd be just more upset than anything else I know yeah it would take a lot of energy like that's the thing you'd be putting a lot of energy into opposing this person yeah um and for what good I don't think I have enough um like I'm not fighting for anything in particular maybe if there was like someone who uh was a a big movie anti-movie uh real 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 big animal killer um Mm. they they might be my nemesis but I don't know anyone who's like my exact opposite which is kind of what they're they say they're going for here at one point uh, they talk about how the bad guys here are all evil twin versions of the good guys I kind of love that. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like they don't really pull it off. It's more just they also have a black guy and an Asian guy. <laughs> and um, like character-wise, we don't really learn enough about the bad no. guys to see them as the evil versions of the good guys. That's I true. Know. I kind of I did like how they kind of um they all picked their person though. Yeah. When, yeah. And when they were fighting, it's like, oh yes, of course they're gonna fight that person. Like there's no um, mix and match going on like it, it all did feel very very decided 
Um, but I kind of like, I loved how they all just had like these professional photos of each other in their layers, <laughs> like, <laughs> like big screen. <laughs> it's an interesting concept, but yeah, I don't think they really followed through on it too well. Yeah. I got to say, I love the subtitles. They made those subtitles yeah. cool. We talked about the subtitles in the last one. They're flying oh, yeah. all over oh, the screen. Oh my God. They are some Someone's fast and furious subtitles. Yes. I mean, maybe if they had the subtitles on other foreign films or international films then people yeah. would be like i'll read them yeah you know? hey maybe parasite would have been a success if they just oh if only if only they made the <laughs> subtitles fly in and out like a powerpoint presentation but, uh, alas it was a failure <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, did you see another round that danish i haven't round? seen it yet do they oh, so fuck good. with the subtitles in that no no, I wish. <laughs> oh, like it's all made like uh, alcohol and stuff. It'd be funny if they had like blurry subtitles. <laughs> uh, but they they're just they're remaking it with Leonardo DiCaprio, and you're like, just don't. Oh yeah. I don't know. Just if you're gonna it. remake it, keep <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen in it. He's exactly. great, and he speaks English. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, try getting Leo to speak Danish. <laughs> yeah, no, I just yeah, I wish uh, people could get over that. And just maybe with these subtitles, it could work. Speaking of um, have fun. prestige movies, mm. this week in Fast and Furious news, Fast and Furious 9, sorry, F9, the Fast Saga, will be <laughs> premiering at Cannes. Um, you, were, you were telling me, Shiva. Yes, yes, beautiful. It's premiering at Cannes, which makes no sense to me at all. <laughs> Actually, I haven't read anything into it at all, but like they must have their reason. Are they trying to get like a different audience or something? Like it's it's is it, so strange. Is it a thing they do where they like have one like big blockbuster at Cannes? Yeah, so they seem to do that. Like they had um they had solo uh from the Star Wars uh, franchise one year, and they've had other ones as well. Like I've been surprised by what's premiered at Cannes. Mm. <laughs> Actually, like I I did go to Cannes one year and oh hello I know to the film festival yeah whoa I, I studied film in French and I was like there's only one way of course. <laughs> there's only one answer <laughs> when you've got this degree um but I I walked into one of the screens and they made me throw out my baguette <laughs> <laughs> and then they handed me 3d glasses uh, so, like <laughs> then I like, Made you throw out your baguette? Yeah, they're like no food in the audience. Do they let you keep really your sad. beret and stripy shirt on? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're not monsters. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're showing a Fast and Furious movie. Maybe that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. maybe this is going to be unlike any Fast and Furious movie we've seen before. Maybe this is a a Pandora winning maybe. Film. Perhaps we don't know. We don't know, and yeah, maybe like that's the genre he's going into this time. That is like a real art house film yeah i would be very down for that that would be very exciting um but i just i wonder how the the uh, the main fan base would feel also let like i just want to say like i'm sure like loads of people like fast and furious movies i'm just generalizing about what they might do to people <laughs> if they buy into it too much <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah you definitely have to uh not take the film seriously at all yeah um, exactly there's no real role models here that you should model your life <laughs> no. on I don't no think. exactly but even I actually when I was reading the wikipedia it, like it was explaining or it was during all the chases it was saying like what model of car was being used and I was like oh if I was interested in cars this might actually be like really interesting like mm. oh my god that car I love it <laughs> I yeah I'm also um I'm not a car guy to be honest, mm. I couldn't tell you. I can't even drive, so I don't know. Yeah, me neither. You can't drive? No, no. I thought you brought your car to Fair City. Was that, that those were some oh, other Oh, no, that was the others. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> I mean, I brought a car. I didn't drive. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that extra 20 euro. <laughs> uh, no. Shiva, I don't know where you watched this film. I, um, I ended up renting it off YouTube, and I realized... After I'd rented it, I'd rented the extended cut. Oh my um, god! So I don't How know. Was if, it? Uh, it was two hours eleven minutes. Oh, I watched that one too. <laughs> oh, great! Because there was a few bits where I was like, 
mm, you should probably cut this for the non-extended cut. Oh, read all uh, parts. Well, mostly just that weird Rita Ora cameo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what was she doing there? That really um, placed me in a, in a time, you know? I was like, oh, yeah. for, for some reason, I think of these movies as really old. Um, or in a time of their own but like it's like oh this is pretty pretty recent and it's it exists in our world yeah (laughs) what do you you think she was playing Rita Ora yes (laughs) 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 she does this all the time right (laughs) yeah she had cool having London I don't know it was kind of fun yeah being in a place that I've been to I guess yeah, um, <laughs> I believe the parts of the new film that aren't set in space are going to be set in Edinburgh, uh, which is very <laughs> exciting. Just the two. Yeah. Wait, is it actually set in space? Well, I see. I've I... been avoiding watching the trailers because the trailers came out like a year ago because obviously it's been very mm. delayed because of. Uh, uh, Why? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, yes. But the trailer spoiled the fact. Do you want a spoiler? <gasps> yes. Uh, Han is back from the dead (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so after that I stopped watching the trailers and so I've Mm. only heard through the grapevine that uh, it's going to be set in space see that like I'm very gullible so when you said it's set in space I was like Shiva that might be a lie (laughs) I think that might be a joke (laughs) because I also I saw a headline that was like um interplanetary blockbuster heading to Cannes, so... so how? How is it going to be in space? How is that going to work? I'm sorry, there's there's no gravity there. <laughs> the cars yeah, need gravity. Gonna drive? I it don't know. How like did they a, get there? It could be like a speed two situation where they moved from a bus to a boat. Mm-hmm. Like, as long as it can go fast and it's furious. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like wheels. they were furious enough? Do you think that we, we had fury? The films are getting less furious as they go. It really peaked at Too Fast, Too Furious. And maybe that was it. Maybe they're like, well, that was too furious. We got to tone it down. (laughs) Simply too much. And um, especially... It should be like Fast and Calmer. Fast and Calmer. (laughs) That's that's another name for you there. (laughs) Um, I think the more they started leaning into the chosen family aspect... Mm. the more sort of gentle and tender they're becoming. And um, there's not as much furiosity. The Rock is definitely bringing the furiosity. Yeah, um, yeah, big time. Yeah, he's really, he's he's doing the work of a, of a few cast members, <laughs> I think. I think so. Yeah, and even like, if it, it's fury, but it's also just, uh, just violence, just yep. uh, horrific <laughs> violence. <laughs> I wonder, like, I mean, obviously, See, you haven't gone to this stage yet, but at what stage uh, is Paul Walker no longer there? I believe the next film is his last film. Okay. Um, which I'm very worried about. I love Letterboxd, as I believe you do too. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> and uh, just reading through um, some of the reviews of Furious 7 on Letterboxd, I, I don't know what to expect. But I have just opened Letterboxd here to see that Shiva McQuinn has reviewed Fast and Furious. I know, it, that's just a third and, bit uh, of a joke. <laughs> I see uh, you've given it two and a half stars. Mm. And, um, how, much, how much did you give it or have you given it anything? I haven't decided yet. I usually wait until after I've discussed it on the podcast to kind of yeah. really figure out how I felt about it. I gave it two and a half. I just because I didn't really know what was going on <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's heaps of fun though yeah, like, yeah I do enjoy these movies um but the fact that like I wouldn't necessarily sit down and watch it without the the reason it kind of makes Absolutely, me yeah. think about it a bit more there was actually one point in it um that I just have, haven't mentioned yet where uh Roman is like he is suddenly reacting to oncoming traffic you know he has mm. trouble um and i just thought it'd be really funny if that's how they all reacted the whole time because <laughs> like that's the natural reaction like you see something coming towards you you're like huh like i'd just be really funny if they were doing that the entire time <laughs> anytime something is coming towards coming them, at all. them yeah, yeah that would be a different series but like human i think in terms of my own rating i'm definitely it's a i, I feel bad for this film because i'm just definitely suffering from fast and furious fatigue a bit mm. Uh, it's just too much 
um, <laughs> to, yeah. to watch them all. It just, you once. know, like say, you know, when you're waiting for like a film in the franchise you love and you've got to wait a year before it comes out in the cinema. Yeah. I just wonder if you had waited for it, would this film be like, yes, that was worth the wait? Yeah. Because I guess I liked, <laughs> I thought it was fun, the whole amnesia thing. <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> uh, but, and like seeing one of your favorite characters come back to life was like, yeah. Um, but still, I don't know if there was enough there for it to be a really satisfying part of the series. Yeah, that's fair. It, it did up the stakes in some exciting ways, but it's it more got me excited for the next film because how are they mm. going to up the stakes again? Because in the last film, we had um, some great sequences. We had like a train heist. We had, wow. a, um, what was that other bit I loved? I've obviously didn't love it that much. I've forgotten <laughs> about it. Um, <laughs> we had a, oh, oh yeah. We Is had that a, notebook all notes on Fast and Furious? <laughs> yeah, like hundreds much. of pages. Yeah. <laughs> um, like we started off with a train heist in the middle we had a rooftop chase and at the end we had a big um dragging a massive safe through the streets behind some oh. cars and that was great whereas in this one i felt like there were some cars and then suddenly there's a tank and a plane and the tank and the plane were great but it was just mm. uh, you had to wait till the end to get to them if it had been spread out a yeah. bit more might have yeah, been a took a long fun. time and then it was just like a very action heavy for that whole sequence which like if that's what you're into that's fine I just kind of I lose I lose myself in it because I'm like I don't know who belongs in each car <laughs> I, I'm watching them but I don't know where they're going or who's in them like could you put your names on top please <laughs> like <laughs> so I do I'm kind of like ah will I check my phone during this part no I'm watch the movie <laughs> I'm also I'm definitely missing the days back when these films were all an hour 40 minutes long um they're really yeah. stretching them out here it's just, you can't call a movie fast if it's that long. So true. You know, it's a wrong title. But then again, there were just some lovely moments. Like, especially yeah. even the, the jumping, the jump, all the jumping parts. All the were, jumping was great. Really I loved any time someone jumped. <laughs> Shiva, we're coming to the end of the episode. No. So we talked about President of the Universe a bit before, but is there anything else you'd like to plug? You'd like to get out there in the world? I go on, follow me on Letterbox there. <laughs> 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 my letterbox is just shiva um and yeah on instagram i put up sketches and stuff sometimes so that's shiva mcquinn um and then actually um my friend ellen pentney has this really cool magazine called nameless faceless and it's kind of promoting musicians from mar marginalized communities oh wow, <laughs> uh, wow, wow. Of the word marginalized um <laughs> but it's really cool and she's putting so much work into it so check that out that's amazing i'll definitely have to check that out yeah that's class no it's really cool um Thanks, so jimmy no problem shiva hey thank you <laughs> for doing the podcast we now just have time to rate uh, we always rate each film we've give one rate one rating for how fast it was and one for how mm. furious it was the metric is up to you however you'd like to okay. uh, to measure those <laughs> fast uh hmm i'd give it uh seven seven fasts out of how fast paul walker hung up the phone when he found out his <laughs> lovely wife was in danger <laughs> um and furious oh you know i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a five out of furious but the five is um a fast five a fast, a fast five. Mm. Uh, the, the movie before was called Fast Five. <laughs> I was like, is this the metric I'm using now? <laughs> fast five. No, no, not a fast five. It's, um, yeah, a five on the, the rock beating that guy up scale. So it's yeah. like, that's a strong five. Mm. Um, but I just feel like there could have been far more passion, you know? Yeah. That's, that's what I'd like to see more of in the following films, which I mean, like, I'm going to watch the rest so that I can listen to these episodes. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. What about you, Jimmy? I think fast, I'm going to give it like a, a slow acceleration. Like it's pretty fast, mm. but it takes a while to get fast. Yeah. Um, so it's a slow build to a pretty fast speed. Um, which good. you know some people might like but uh, I, I would have maybe preferred if it had been 
if it had started fast and just got faster yeah starting slow that's kind of what you do want from these films like I guess you are you're you've got a whole world of films out there that can have like really complex narratives and stuff how about you just give give us what we want from the Fast and Furious franchise please just it it can be its own thing Hmm. And uh, I think in terms of Furiosity, I think, to be honest, in the last few episodes, I've kind of mistaken Furiosity for just uh, anger, whereas it can sort of just be passion as well. And I think they're definitely getting more passionate now that, you know, Brian's a dad, um, now mm. that Dom is trying to get Letty back in the picture. To be honest, I the, the one scene where Dom flies through the air and catches Letty in a hug, like I did you know, punch the air a bit, you know, if, if it hadn't been two in the morning last night when I was watching mm. it and my roommate was asleep in the room above, I'm sure I would have been cheering very loudly. Yeah. <laughs> so just for that, I'm going to give it, I'll, yeah, I'll give it a Dom and Letty flying through the air and a passionate hug out Beautiful. of curiosity. Beautiful. I, yeah, that's, that's good. <laughs> uh, well, Shiva, it's been fast. It's been furious. Oh, sure has. Thank you so much to me. Fast and Furious 6. You're very welcome. (laughs) Thanks, Shiva. (laughs) Bye. Bye. You better hide that big ass forehead.